Have you ever wondered why Purim never occurs on Shabbos? Most of us think that it's an institution in order that we do not carry the Megillah in the public domain. But our Gemara says there's so much more to it. It's so that we don't give charity. The Matanus Lev Yonim gifts to the poor. We couldn't do that on Shabbos. But seriously, who would think of giving on Shabbos? In today's transformative daf, we learn about the special connection between the Megillah and gifts to the poor. Something that must happen because every mitzvah that we do must have an immediate consequence in this world. Welcome to the Transformative Duff with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we look at Megillah, Duff Dalad, page 4. In his later years, Rev. Aaron Leib Steinman once heard about a chesed opportunity which he insisted on performing. Knowing he wasn't young anymore, his family tried to dissuade him. You haven't the strength for it, they said to him. Listen, he replied, most people have already gone to their eternal rest. If heaven has left me in the land of the living, I am obligated to act for the sake of heaven. If I am too lazy to perform, I will also be sent to my eternal resting place. He then began to cry and added, The Almighty has only given me goodness, and what have I ever given back to him? Nothing at all. He even saved me, the only one in my entire family, to survive the war. And what am I doing for him? Says the Gemara, One does not read the Megillah on Shabbos. What is the reason? Rabbah said, Everyone is obligated in the midst of reading the Megillah and blowing the shofar, but not everyone is proficient in reading the Megillah. Therefore the sages decreed that the Megillah is not read on Shabbos, lest one take it in his hand and go to an expert to learn, and he may carry it for Amos in the public domain. And this is the reason for the shofar, and this is the reason for the lulav. Rav Yosef offered an alternative reason because the eyes of the poor are raised to the reading of the Megillah. Explains Rashi, the Megillah reading reminds them that they are about to receive matanus le'evyonim, the gifts for the poor, and that is not possible on Shabbos. Why would the needy community members anticipate their charity on Shabbos? Surely they know that money is muktza, and they certainly couldn't spend the money on Shabbos. Why could we not read the Megillah and then give them the money after Shabbos? It hardly seems like a sufficient reason to read the Megillah on the wrong day. Perhaps Rav Yosef's message is not addressed to the needy. It's directed to everyone else and their mitzvahs of Megillah and Matanus Levyonim, the gifts to the poor. The Megillah reading, just like every mitzvah, must be transformative. How could we perform the mitzvah and not be motivated immediately to help the needy? When Hashem saved our ancestors from annihilation, Mordechai and Esther asked themselves, how can we ever repay our Father in heaven for his abundant loving kindness? And how can we contrast our lives with the evil demonstrated by Haman? Let us make charitable giving a fundamental aspect of Purim. Consequently, a key element built into the Megillah laning is to inspire us to become better human beings. If we can't do that because it's Shabbos, then Megillah reading gets moved to a weekday. The example designed by Mordechai and Esther should be a model for every mitzvah we do. 
Each time we engage in our service of Hashem, we need to ask ourselves how we've become better people for it. It's customary to give tzedakah at some point during our daily prayers. Many people make a declaration committing to the mitzvah of Avas Israel, loving your fellow Jew as they give tzedakah at the start of Shacharis. If I'm about to ask Hashem to act charitably toward me, first I need to commit to acting charitably toward others. Many of us, sadly, compartmentalize our mitzvahs into those that are between me and God and those that are between me and my fellow human beings. Certainly those categories do exist as the two tablets of the Aseris Adibras, the Ten Commandments, attest to. But there is an essential connection between both those categories of mitzvahs. They are dependent upon one another. If the God mitzvahs don't inspire you to fulfill the man mitzvahs, then something is missing. The Almighty gives us mitzvahs to refine us, to make us better people. As you place your tefillin shalyat on your arm in the morning, you should be thinking about all the action mitzvahs you're going to fulfill with your yadayim that day. If you put on tefillin and are not inspired to be the most ethical person in your corporate world, you should probably try on those tefillin once more. If learning Torah doesn't make you into a wiser, more thoughtful and understanding person, then there's a certain dimension of your Torah study that is lacking. Each year on Purim, many people read the Megillah. That wasn't Mordechai and Esther's point. They wanted us to live the Megillah. Each opportunity that you connect with Hashem through Torah, Tefillah, and Mitzvahs, you must ask yourself how you have changed for the better. May every spiritual connection be transformative. Have a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Duff is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, the transformative dance.